0: This is Melissa Lane, and you're listening to the LifeCraft Podcast, where we will be bringing you new insights, awareness, and tools to create a fulfilling life. On today's episode of the LifeCraft Podcast, we have financial planner Adele Barnard. This is the first episode of our Monday Money Matters series, created to help you become your most abundant self. In this episode, we'll look at creating a healthy money mindset, what the different money personalities are, and what money mantras are, and why you might need one. Are you ready to be inspired? Tag at thelifecraft and at Adele.Barnard and share a screenshot on your stories with us of your biggest takeaway from this episode. Adele, welcome to the Lifecraft Podcast. We are so happy to have you back and especially for this series. I really look forward to people learning more about money and how they can optimize it in 2021. So today we're going to look at mastering like money mindset, money psychology and things like that. Where do we start when it comes to our mindset in regards to money?
1: Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we can have these very important chats once again and to normalize the money conversation as always. So with mastering a money mindset, um, I think we are so like thrown with jargon and intimidated with finances. And that's exactly why I break down the concept and I say money is more psychology than anything else. So to master a money mindset, I always advise like read up, even if it's only five minutes a day, go to bed with more info than you woke up in the morning, like Ryan Buffett would say, and ideally find out what is your money mindset. So find out your money personalities, do the test, Google it, go find the test and see, okay, like I'm a spender or I'm a saver or I'm I'm an avoider um, or a money monk. Um, because our beliefs about money is actually formed from a very, very young age. And the sooner we figure out why we do things the way we do, the better for our future selves. Um, mm. For me, I'm a literally like a combination of a spender and a saver. The irony is not lost on me um, because I'm a financial planner and I work in the financial industry. But I think um, money is a very emotional thing um, and if we can get the gist of it for ourselves, it helps us to create a way for, us, for ourselves forward cool. as well.
0: Yeah, I think it's like anything else. When we start to get to the foundational beliefs that we have about anything, whether it's our health, whether it's our money, relationships, we can start unlearning the things that don't serve us. And then we can start adding skills that actually help us to become the highest version of ourselves, mm. like our listeners on The Lifecraft want to do. So I'm very, very um kind of... I want to have a start with what are some of the beliefs? that don't serve us? And what are the type of beliefs we can start putting into our minds, into our subconscious about money? And then I really want to dig into the money personality. What are the different personalities? And I think we should link that test that we can do at the Mm. bottom of the credits as well so that everyone can go and do that and let us know on social what their money personality is because I think I'm definitely going to be a little bit of a (laughs) suspender, but hopefully a saver too. So where do we begin? Again, Mm -hmm. when it comes to the beliefs that don't serve us in the long term when it comes to our money mindset
1: it's all about our views like what i always or i refer to it as a money mantra money money mantra sorry it's all about saying like having positive affirmation, saying, I am good with money, I deserve money, uh, money comes to me easily. Um, for many years, I always thought having a vision board or writing things down, it's so overrated, like it's too airy-fairy, it doesn't make sense. But to start your morning Uh, write down your goals or evening whenever it suits you in in your lifestyle to say money comes to me easily that money affirmation like what we believe (laughs) is so important like there's method in the madness by doing that absolutely so for me I say um, or, I, or things that I'm often um, confronted with with clients or in the field is like, oh, I'm not going to start saving now. I don't have enough money. Um, or my favorite one is, no, when I've got more money, um, then I'll start doing this, and that while I'll be happier. Um, <laughs> but in actual fact, the concept of money is universal. So if we just understand money. Um, the better we, we can do. So for me personally, money affirmations is, is the fact that, you know, I say I take charge of my money, I've got a relationship with my money. And it sounds so silly. And I've I've been quite known for saying money is my best. You need to treat it like any other relationship because what you put in, you're going to get out at the end of the day. So that's, as I mentioned earlier, it's about reading. It's about listening to podcasts like the Lifecraft one. Um, it's about having the chats with your peers, um, learning con- uh, continuously about money um, that can reiterate and, and reinforce your, your money mantras at the end of the day.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's so powerful because in my own life, I have had a couple of money struggles and I realized that it wasn't for a lack of knowing how to create money or having money flow into my life, it would absolutely be past beliefs that I would carry from family members or people who I was around in regards to um, rich people get their money in terrible ways. Money is not the root of all happiness. Money isn't everything in life. And they would make it sound like if you were ambitious and if you wanted money, then you weren't humble, then you weren't a good person, that money isn't as important as it actually is in life. But it's just a tool. So I had to use affirmations and mantras in my own life to say I'm allowed to allow money in. It's okay to Mm. be a rich, powerful woman. I Mm. can learn how to create and generate an income for myself. I can be Mm. a blessing when I am blessed with a lot of money. Because I think the whole world will change when there are more Mm. powerful people with good hearts and good intentions Mm. that have the money. So yes. then we can start moving the whole power structure in the world around when people who actually want to serve with their money have lots of money instead of feeling mm-hmm. like you have to be a corrupt kind of person to have a lot of money. That is such a limiting belief. So I believe in that 100%. percent
1: mm-hmm. I concur. I concur. That's literally, um, I think our view is so similar because that's why I get up in the morning because literally I've got purpose. I can say I make a difference with the work I do, but also the fact that I earn money, I can also make a a difference monetary wise. And it's so silly. It's when I go fill up my car and I chat, uh, you know, chat to the petrol attendant or um, I go to the shops. Um, and I try to see the parking uh, uh, guard, or, or whatever the case might be. Um, so that's the whole pay it forward system, and I think yeah, that's the ideal way.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So if if someone wants to start with a money mantra. Can you give us two or three that they can go write down? I used to write down mine on my mirrors. I still have a mantra on my mirror. It's just not in regards to money, but I always have a little mantra on my mirror for what I want to bring in, the energy that I want to bring in and what I want my subconscious mind to just be okay with. It's kind of a change that I want to bring into my world. So what are three money mantras that people can start with that'll get that shift going?
1: Great stuff. Uh, what you mentioned about the mirror, so I just want to touch on that very quickly. It's so important. We need to see it. We need to visualize it. So whether you do it on your mirror, on a vision board, the best one I've seen is someone that's done it on their phone, that you can like actually look at it as yeah. a, as a screen or on your desktop your laptop, wherever, that you see it constantly and then it goes into your sub it's in your subconscious automatically. So the top three money mantras I'll share is, I believe that I am good with money. Mm. That's the first, thing. there's power in that. So, and whether it's, a, remember, we're all in different life stages or the life cycles, right? Um, we're in different um, areas of our life. So whether you've just started your own new business or you've got a lot of debt or you want to separate from your partner or whatever, money ties in with that, or you've maybe just lost your job and so forth. The thing is with the money mantra, age is totally irrelevant. So whether you're a 21-year-old or you're a student or you're 57 years old, it doesn't matter. You can apply these universal rules. So I believe I am good with money. Secondly, it ties in what I said earlier. Money is your bestie so you're good with money but you also you need to put in the work um you can't be like oh you know airy fairy is just going to uh, fall into my lap that's not the case you need to put in the hours you need to put in the actual work to say okay i'm going to have a relationship with money and it's going to be a good relationship oh, um, with my
0: money yeah
1: i earn my money i deserve the money i earn um like oh. you mentioned earlier the value, I'm a blessing and I can be a blessing to others. And that concept applies to your money goals as well. Then a third money mantra that we can also take a look at and and apply is what is my, and it ties in with the above two. is also my psychology with money um, and figure that one out. Do I go, and this one I think is applicable to myself, am I emotional and I buy things (laughs) when I'm a bit stressed or or I'm feeling emotional and I'm an impulsive shopper, but go do that homework and say, okay, like what does money mean to me and how does it fit into my psychology? Because the reason why I'm bringing that one in, it may sound insignificant, but we are challenged or faced, I mean, sorry, with a challenge every single day. So it's the same, am I going to have the chocolate or am rather going to have a fruit or whatever the case might be? And that's the same with our money mm-hmm. am i going to spend it quickly um whether it's uh, doesn't matter now impulsively or am i going to preserve the money for my future self or something later um and that's something because every single day we need to make decisions as soon as we wake up in the morning waking up is a decision mm-hmm. like am i going to get up at five or six o'clock or am i going to yeah sleep later and you know worry about things later so that's where the psychology ties in because of the decision making we have to do every single day i love that that is Oh, that is
0: so powerful. And that I deserve the money I earn. That is going to be the next one on my wall. So just to get everything going, we have understood the beliefs that have limited us. We are putting in new beliefs to start serving us and the life that we want to have and the relationship we want to have with money. Now let's get into the money personalities. What are the money personalities? Mm, yeah. And then I'm going to link the the test so that everyone can go and see mm. that. And next week we can start carrying on with the other things that they can do to even build off of that. But let's quickly get going with the money personalities.
1: Okay, great stuff. So it depends um, from which resources you use. Some people refer to there are four types, some refer to five. But so the most popular ones, the four ones is the first one is um, you, you do the test and based on the questions, the results, you will identify as a spender. So a spender typically it's once again, you're emotional, you shop, you don't know actually what's going on in your budget. You don't know how much money you've got left. You will just buy and whether that is to keep up appearances um it's uh, they call it also um, not a flaw um i'm looking for the word now like uh, there's an emptiness mm. that you want to avoid sorry that you want to fold perhaps um or you know t- being relevant is another thing and i think in the age of social media this one can a lot of people do succumb mm. to to being the spend of personality um unfortunately Then the other one that's um, opposite from that one is the saver personality. So your typical saver would look like someone, they know exactly what is going on with their finances, very detailed, very disciplined. Um, They've got money for the rainy day. So 2020 with COVID, they they were the people that probably had the emergency funds, um, typically. Um, they would know what the investments look like. They'll know, know what their returns look like. Um, so they're very detailed, very financially disciplined and savings orientated. Um, so first one, was just to recap, is your spender and then saver. Then the third one, in general, in, or we refer to it as um, a money monk, where people refer to money as bad. So, and like you've mentioned earlier, when we started chatting, some individuals view money as bad. It comes, if the money is the root of all evil, Um, people have to get their um, hands dirty or they've had their hands dirty um, to obtain money or um, massive wealth. And typical individuals will feel uncomfortable if they all of a sudden had to, you know, get a a lot of wealth. Um, So they view money as totally bad and they don't like to be associated with money. Um, But like you mentioned earlier, we also need to be cognizant of the fact that money does make the world go round. So whichever personality we identify with, we still need money because it's a means. Whether we exchange our time or our services to get money, we need to also spend money to buy our groceries and, and, and to survive day to day. And then our fourth fourth money personality is the avoider. So this money personality typically just avoids finances, doesn't want to talk about it, possibly had a massive or negative experience somewhere along the line with money earlier. Um, So doesn't necessarily know what's going on in his or her budget, uh, the finances are all over the show. Don't check their bank accounts, the bank balances. Like they literally have a view of ignorance is bliss um, until sometimes things, you know, get it. It's, I don't want to say too late, but when you eventually look at your things, you're like, oh my goodness. It's like, overwhelming. This is supposed to be the amount of debt. Yeah. Yes, it's so overwhelming. And then they, it just gets worse because they delay it and it just gets worse by avoiding the conversation because literally money gives them anxiety And it it causes stress um, at the end of the day. So a money avoidance is another personality. I love that. And I love how the beliefs that we have, how
0: we grew up, the culture we grew up in, um, everything ties into our mindset in regards to money, how much money we'll allow in, how we'll use our money and how easily we'll create it. And I know in the next episode, we are going to go on and build off of this and go on to financial planning 101. So thank you so much for your time, Adele. I know that everyone's going to enjoy this episode so much. If you guys have any takeaways from this episode, any questions for Adal? Be sure to contact us on at the lifecraft. Uh, leave a review. I know this is going to mean so much to people. You can find her on Instagram as well. We'll tag all of her details below and have a beautiful day and start working on your money mindset. if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to share your takeaway or something you heard that motivated or inspired you we would love it if you would subscribe to our channel leave a review and tag at the on instagram also feel free to let us know who you'd like to see appear on this show in future We enjoy bringing you interviews from experts and everyday people so that they can talk about their experiences and share information, tips, and what has worked for them on their journey towards a better life. However, remember that the opinions or advice of our guests and myself, the host, should not be taken as personal, actionable advice and is given as general information and education only. Please always remember to consult a qualified professional before implementing any medical, financial, legal, or other advice that you believe might work for you. Lifecraft is not responsible nor liable for your decision when implementing anything you hear on the podcast. Please listen and act responsibly. The opinions of our guests do not represent the opinions or views of Lifecraft or Melissa Lane personally and are meant as information and general education only.